0: All
1: right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street episode 161. First time it's going to happen, last time it's going to happen. It's a pretty significant show, pretty significant show. Uh, yeah, we don't really have a plan for it. We have a few drinks flowing for this episode. The Yankees suck. Uh can't believe we made it this far. Could not have made it this far without you guys, the listeners. We appreciate you guys for just engaging in the social medias, just listening to the podcast. Those are the best ways to show your support. Uh, so keep doing that, and we'll keep doing this. That's our promise to you guys. So. Uh wish the Yankees could be playing better during episode 161. We wish we had better tidings for you guys during this show, but uh, we do have a loaded show for you today. We're going to do a little, r- little different rendition of Hot or Not today. Sun update, voicemails. We asked you guys to call in for episode 161. Uh, just a loaded show for you today. Yankees do suck, but we are still in the playoffs, and that is definitely better than not being in the playoffs. So how are we doing whoa, whoa, today? You got whoa. me... My name is Luke Chandler, and uh, not Damon and Chandler, and Murph. Murph has found his way out of the beer room where he peers, he pours beers for other people. So, how are we doing, boys?
2: Yeah, it's been it's been a rough weekend for me, or a rough two days, weekend weekend, I guess. Considering we lost, well, it was the Labor World's Day weekend. Days.
1: So, did you have any, did you guys do anything fun for Labor Day weekend? I know Murph labored.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say I labored for a long time.
2: I went but. and watched my brother play minor league baseball. That was fun, but you know, nice. I little... didn't
3: realize this was episode one six one. Truthfully, until like right now. Dude, we've so been talking about it. Up. Every no, I thought it was next week for some reason.
2: episode for the last like two weeks. Evidently, no, I know. Didn't well, I wasn't was here. I was.
3: I was MIA last week, um, so I forgot. That's true. I, I forget that you end like
2: end. disappear into the woods for like two weeks at a time, and then. Yeah, no, that's fair. You can, I, that. that's not an insult that sounds very nice and refreshing <laughs> so
1: i mean i don't really want to get into the yankees but i guess we have to because this is episode 161 of a yankees podcast so as much as we could probably just talk about nothing uh before we get into the yankees a little bit i this is yankees related because i went to the game the other day i got this nice beer stein so uh these lovely ladies in front of us they clearly didn't want it so i was just like hey I'll offer you ten bucks, and they were like, "Here, take them all." They give us four, and it was fantastic. So appreciate those people, and we'll give a nice clap for them because.
3: So you're gonna send one to me and Chandler.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't get
1: say. the other three. I got one, and I gave them Two, to my friends. So
3: three. Yeah, Where are your friends? Should have given them to the- us. Yeah. So happy
1: one sixty one. We should make one sixty one day, and that'll be just today, January, September sixty first. What?
2: September sixth every year.
1: How is that September sixth?
2: Because today is September
1: sixth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like today from here on out. Today, th- uh-huh, this is the day. Yeah, yeah there you is. were playing a day on on the month. So I was like, I was just trying to figure it out. Couldn't work. So sixty
3: no. one the entire month of January.
1: So the Yankees had a thirteen game win streak. They since they lost that win streak, they have been two and seven immediately following it. Lost two out of three to the Orioles. Don't know how that happened. We're gonna unpack a lot there. Two out of three to the Angels. Two out of three to the Oakland Athletics. And we dropped the opening game against the Toronto Blue Jays, who have been red hot. But you know that's not an excuse. So so have we, and we need to start playing teams that are good because you know the playoffs are right around the corner. It is September sixth, so I just don't, I'm just not happy with this. I don't get how a team could be so dominant, and it wasn't like they played bad competition. They played good competition. They swept. They played just they, they swept everybody, including teams like the White Sox. And it's just like. How can you be so streaky? I've never seen a team be this streaky all year long. And it's not just right now. This is just a microcosm of the entire year. So that's the thing that bothers me the most is that this team like, can look so good and so bulletproof for 13 straight games. And then they can just lose two out of three to possibly the worst team to ever play baseball in the Baltimore Orioles this year. They may lose literally, well, not anymore. Now that we gave them two wins, <laughs> they they. And honestly, on that note, too, I remember hearing a stat that we were the only team they where they have a winning record against. Yeah. So no, not, not a good thing. They have thing six wins
2: against us this year, and that is their most against any team in baseball.
1: Oh, so not a winning record, but still they beat no, us more sure they than they beat anyone.
2: We're nine and six against them, which is I not good. Remember. The Rays are, what, like eight and one? So, I mean, just put two and two together. There's a reason that they're running away with the division. I think the division's pretty much out of reach now. Um, we're eight and a half games back. Nope, nine now after they came back and beat the Red Sox. I eh. there's two things that piss me off. One, it's that we stopped doing everything we were doing when we were winning, stealing bases, everything that was exciting and fun. They just quit doing. I mean, I guess you have to get on base to steal bases. But either way, there's zero stolen bases in that losing slide of four games, five, however long it extended to. I think it, we ended it at four. Not a stolen base there. And then the second part is the this. I've been saying it for since the offseason that this team is not – the way that it's built, it's too streaky anyway. There's no way – you can't win a World Series with this team, even if we make the playoffs – I just don't think that we play the style of baseball that you can go a month without hitting a cold patch because you can't have nine guys who are either ice cold or red hot and not expect them to – if half of them are like bad for a little bit or even the majority of them because how many guys really go on a stretch where they're all hot and hitting home runs and stuff like that even if you have one guy, a bunch of solo home runs don't fucking matter. Like we've seen with Judge the last week. He's hitting like 500 outside of the last two games, and they were still losing. It doesn't matter what one guy does because nobody – the way that this team's constructed, and I stand by this, and I think they can make the playoffs, and I think they can make a run even if they, even if things stay the same. I just don't think that they can get through a whole month of consistent baseball. I really don't think it's possible. Not with the way that this lineup's constructed. You're banking on nine of the same identical hitter to all be on at once for an entire month. That'll work for a stretch, but it doesn't work for a month.
1: Well, the way we're shaping up is we were red hot in the month prior. So I feel like every other month we're on. So we may be lining up for an October where we have some fireworks going off. If that trend continues, I mean, we may not have in October if September ends up being on the flip side of things. So I don't know, man, I, I I agree with everything you said. And those are all problems that we knew, like the way this team's constructed, we're going to have hit or miss. It's just a hit or miss team. And that's just how it is. And that's how it's going to be. So you kind of just have to, you know, roll the dice and see if it ends up being a good week in baseball when, any week comes around or let alone the playoffs come around. If we do end up making it there, I do. Th- I'm not worried about missing the playoffs. I am worried about, and you said the division, like division is, is pretty much said and done barring, you know, the Red Sox sweeping and then everybody else sweeping the Rays and us sweeping from here on out, basically, which is not going to happen. With the I mean, way this we're getting looking, lucky so.
2: that the Red Sox are just playing. They're finding new ways to lose. They had a, Alex Verdugo just forgot how to play baseball today. And did you see that?
1: Yeah, he botched one in left field.
2: Yeah, hit him in the face. Yeah. It scored four runs. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, the Red Sox are also forgetting how to play baseball. And the A's have forgotten. I don't even know that the A's are still a team anymore. So we're getting bailed out by that. Honestly, our biggest start right now is the Blue Jays. They're only two and a half games back in the wild card.
1: I know, man. and I mean lucky for us the Red Sox found a way to lose that game it was 7-1 and they blew it they went to extra innings and they ended up losing I think it was 11-10 lucky for us and and before that I wrote this down in the slack trying to figure out you know when that game was going on I was wondering And we've been asking this every time the Red Sox seemingly play the Rays like who are you rooting for in that matchup and and Michael K and and Paul O'Neill were talking about that too like who do you root for in that matchup and it's like you just gotta secure home field at this point for the wild cards. Like the the division, so much has to go right for you to even fucking sniff the rays. Like you're even in the same stratosphere as them. Let alone win the division, which is just not gonna happen. Like we went on a thirteen game win streak and we gained like two games on them,
2: and so, then immediately lost them the next two games.
1: Yeah, so the, it was the division all is wrapped
3: up. So I mean, right here, right now.
1: Let me
2: ask you something.
3: What do you think? Still that if we see them in a four-game series and say the DS, where do you think our chances are?
1: With the Rays?
3: If that's who we run into. We're talking about this run. Say we win a wild card game and then we see the Rays.
2: Depends on who... Depends on us. It depends on how which team shows up. I think if the team from two weeks ago shows up, I don't see any issue at all with beating the Rays. I think we've actually played them okay this year. I think that... If that team shows up that showed up during that 13 game win streak that was resilient, that had got two out hits, that did everything right, that was stealing bases, I think that that's a. I think the Yankees win that in four games in in a short series.
3: Here's what I'm thinking though is like, regardless whether we win the division or not, we're still going to have to play them in a four game series or a seven game series. More likely than not. Yeah, I I think we got to get there, though. I think
1: where we're sitting right now, we're playing the Red Sox, and it may or may not be in the Bronx. It could probably be in Fenway, which we don't really fare too well against. And we don't really fare too well against Chris Sale. So I'm not really loving our odds right now. I am excited, nonetheless. I know some people were DMing us, and I'm sure there are other people in Yankee land saying that this team should, like, I, I know we have one caller with the voicemails. who was like, I want this team to miss the playoffs so that they could be held accountable, and somebody's going to like lose a job or something. Like two things unpacked there. One, if they do miss the playoffs, you and I both know that nobody's going to be held accountable. They're just going to fucking, it's, they're just going to move on with their damn lives, take their money they made this year, and that's it. Like that's the way it's going to happen. And we've been preaching that entire like take accountability thing earlier this year when the fucking wheels were falling off and nothing fucking happened, nothing changed we ended up getting players out of it and going on a little run. It hides a little bit of the, the misfortune and not misfortune, just the dysfunction this team has had this entire year. But like, I don't know why you think missing the playoffs would cause us to change anything this year. And honestly, where we're at right now, like, I don't know why anybody would want to miss the playoffs. I I know like our odds aren't great, but like they totally can be, we've seen this team look almost bulletproof. Like I said before, and when this team's on, they could beat anybody. So I'm not like my heart still thinks we could go on a, a crazy run and win the World Series. Times like these where we see this shit happen, it's 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 just it's it's a lot. It's a lot for my heart to handle. I don't know how we we as a Yankees land have dealt with this team this year. I don't know how we're still sitting here. with most the Most
2: exhausting team, yeah, Yankees team that you've watched. I think so, so far. Absolutely, and I'm not yeah, talking. So. I'm not saying the worst team because we've seen some pretty bad teams, like the 20. Was it the 2014 team or 2015? But there was no yeah, hope. Team was, there was no hope. Exactly. That's what that I'm team saying. Was
3: different. That team. Was, no, yeah. That team was. That's terrible. what I'm
2: saying. That we expected them to be bad. This was a right. team that was the AL favorite. They. Right. I'm saying they're just exhausting to watch. Exactly. Every they're, game, even sick. when we win, it's a struggle. Like we beat the Orioles one out of the three games, which is disappointing in its own right. But the fact that our one win had to come in fucking extra innings.
3: Right. And even when we were on that hot streak, there were so many one run games.
2: Exactly. And like
3: those weren't easy wins. Even that one. What was it? Six nothing against the A's. And then yeah. we had to make it close. Like,
2: yep. it's I not like we that won 13 that game innings, win streak too. was we were
3: blowing out teams.
2: Like, I will say this, though. We have three games before we lose a grip in a wild card spot at all. We have 13 games left against teams at or below 500.
3: And correct me if I'm wrong, we're not playing the Blue Jays for the next two or three games?
2: We're playing the Blue Jays for the next three games, and then next we have three. four more against them. And guess who's knocking? <sighs> the Blue Jays. But I'm just yeah. saying that we have we have the schedule to... I think coming down after the A's, I think we have the second easiest schedule to close out the season. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to tell it now because they're just shitting the bed left and right, but... Uh, there's just it's inexcusable at this point it is inexcusable to miss the playoffs we were up I think five or six games in the loss column on the Red Sox that's dwindled to one and that's lucky there's zero reason you had your bats bad skid play average baseball the rest of the month in your in. there's no no excuse to miss the playoffs right now if you miss the playoffs on this team you fire everybody everybody and I mean top to bottom you keep Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole And the rest of the people there can fucking get a job elsewhere, like washing windows in the city or something. They get get off the fucking baseball field.
1: Speaking of people that need to get off the fucking baseball field, I'll address this. I don't know why we haven't talked about it yet. But, I mean, the new mayor of the Sun needs to just literally not show up to work. I don't want to show up to my own job tomorrow. He needs to just, like... He looks sad, and I feel bad for the guy because he might be just—he might be a nice guy. I don't know. Nope. I've never nope. sat down had a beer with him, but he seems like a pretty nice guy. But he is just so fucking bad at baseball; it actually hurts to watch because I, it, he just looked. There, there was a stat that popped up that Damon sent us, and it was like one of those stats that show up on the on the TV screen, and it was a picture of of Heaney behind it, and he just looked just run down, beat down, and, and I mean. For good reason. He's been literally the worst pitcher I've ever seen lace him up and toe the rubber. It's just been it's been miserable to watch. And yet, before Krisky, whom is also on the Sun, gave up that grand slam today, he was fucking warming up. Why was he warming up? After melting down the game prior in the game against the Orioles.
2: I, I don't Why know. are we bringing Heaney into relieve? He can't start. What fucking? What makes you think he can come in and preserve a lead? Wait, what? What? Because it was Real 4 nothing to at totally, that point. I get that no, game. No, we have a three-run lead, which is a close enough game. When you leave, oh that,
1: you're talking about the other game.
2: I'm talking about the, yesterday.
1: Yeah, I was talking about him warming Boone's up today. am saying
2: every one of these games means something. We all know they mean something. We're going to put our best foot forward, and we're going to go out there and win because we need to get our shit right. You can't tell me you're trying to win when you're pitching Andrew Heaney and Brooks Brooks fucking Crispy in back-to-back games. You cannot tell me you're trying to win a baseball game like that. They were you trying. Can't to get a, tell me that.
3: I think they're trying to get a little lucky, and they're looking forward and saying we got a four-game tilt against the Blue Jays who are knocking on the door for the division, and we want all the relief pitchers that we can yeah, throw at them. Win the they're day looking though. too far in the future. That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I agree with you. And I'm not saying they're right, but that's what they were thinking. And they were trying to get away with it. And it didn't work. It bit them right in the ass.
2: I I don't even care that it's like, if you're going to do that, but why Heaney? Why? Why, 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 why? take a guy who's a failed starter, who's never been a relief pitcher, and put him in another spot? He doesn't have it. He doesn't fucking have it. Watch him pitch. It doesn't matter if you throw him out there in the first through the ninth, any inning you put Andrew Heaney on the mound, he is an absolute fucking cancer to the team. He provides fuck nothing. I would rather, and I mean this wholeheartedly, I would rather have Anthony Rizzo out there on the fucking mound than Andrew Heaney. At least I can watch the game with a smile on my face. He has a strikeout against Freddie Freeman. I think if Andrew Heaney had to face Freddie Freeman, he would probably hit it five hundred and ninety feet because Andrew Heaney's a fucking bum.
1: I mean, he comes in right away
3: and gives up a home run. <laughs>
2: It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's like, almost like a joke. It's like he's doing it on purpose.
3: Where does he rack up in the worst pitchers that we have seen in the last like? Four he's years? the worst there's pitcher. There's been some bad ones. He's got. I've the worst.
2: ever seen at any level of baseball is Andrew Heaney. I, I think have he's not seen a little league pitcher.
3: Because we used to talk about Hap like this, how Hap always gave up his home runs, and like there were some bad bad pitchers. But he's, I, he's he's like, worse than Hap. Like Hap, at least once in a while would surprise you. He just yeah. is consistently
2: god fucking terrible. He doesn't have, dude, he throws like a ninety two mile an hour fastball that just floats right down the middle every time.
3: I would rather have I don't know what we gave up for him, like a laundry machine and a hundred K. His
2: name was literally junk. The guy we gave up's name was junk. Oh yeah. I would rather
1: have junk. <laughs> I remember talking about that. Dude, he no, made but- his
2: major league debut for the Angels the other day and kicked ass. Really? i think he kicked ass i could be wrong and i just hate Andrew Heaney well I he just... couldn't
3: have done any worse than he was
2: dude i i
1: just like we talked about this last time he blew up like this and i was like okay oh, uh, so or, like or like a couple weeks, weeks ago we ago. talked about no but like earlier on in his just rampage of fucking up he has we've talked about it but like he's probably gonna get a few more starts and that's just that like get, like louis heel is gonna stay down whatever louis heel is now going to start I'm, I, which day is he starting Wednesday. Wednesday. So not tomorrow or not today when you guys listen to this, but the next day he'll be starting. So you got to assume that was going to, that was the Heaney day. So Heaney coming out of the pen, they're just like trying to get every last ounce of, I don't know what they see that they're trying to get every last ounce of. It's like just a fucking empty, whatever they're trying to get. But I mean, I I just never have seen somebody so bad. I I just haven't. And, and we talked about before, like we knew he was still going to probably get some run. I genuinely hope for this. Like, there's no reason to pitch him again. There is none. And the only reason I feel like we're seeing him a little bit is because maybe the ripple effects from the Lawaziga and the Britton injuries, and that is showing that it's... it's Like, our, our bullpen is not as deep as we really thought, and it's it's not a good look at this moment. Loaziga, I think, alone, because of his versatility and how dominant he is was able to hide a lot of the issues with this bullpen and he's had issues of his own like loading up the bases but he gets out of it whatever like he him going down hurts so much it hurts so fucking much and as bad as Britain was, was before that he was still a professional level arm and he you and I both know as bad as he was he is still he's somebody that you feel like could figure it out that's why when we're talking about the sun we had him we have him on the sun and and r.i.p to him because he's probably going to end on the sun because he's not going to get another chance because his his season's probably over but he's a guy he's a professional he's he's been there he's done that he's been pretty high in the Cy Young race when he was on the Orioles and he was I'm pretty sure he was reliever of the year like he's a guy who could figure it out and losing him as bad as he's been this year hurts a ton and same with Loazaga who's been arguably our best reliever it's just like now who do we have? And I, I talked about this last episode or two episodes ago, and I was saying this was during the win streak, and I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that, but I was talking about the the bullpen and or just the pitching in general, and I said to you guys, like I'm not really that confident in this in this pitching staff. I'm not, and I was more so more so speaking towards the playoffs and like stacking up our guys against other teams. And Chander looked at me and he was like, who the fuck shit? Ew, like, why are you you have a bad day at work or something? I remember verbatim you saying that. And now, look, like, Loaizu goes down. And now, I'm not saying he's the only reason. Like, obviously, people are having some bad starts. Tyone had a good start. Montgomery looked okay. Like, they, I, I don't know. I'm just not sold on this pitching staff.
2: It's really not even the, like, the pitching has been the people that you need to be good are fine. They're serviceable. That's not the issue right now. The issue with this team is they can't fucking hit. They cannot hit. To the save bullpen their life. is definitely
1: and, also an issue.
2: The bullpen's an issue, but when you are getting no hit into the seventh by the fucking Orioles, and it's not just a no hitter. It's a combined no hitter. You, so a no hitter, here. this is my own philosophy. Tell me if you think I'm a fucking idiot because I very well could be. Happily. A no hitter, any major league level pitcher can get lucky on a given day and just have their best stuff i.e armando galarraga when he almost had the perfect game and you've never heard his name since and there's a lot of guys like that if you have a combined no hitter from a team like the fucking orioles that's an offensive issue you don't have two guys on a dog shit team that are borderline minor league players catch lightning in a bottle and just have their a plus 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 stuff to not give up a hit that's an offensive issue. This team, the offense is streaky, yes, but the, the way they do it, it's just, it's selfish baseball. And I've said it since day one. They play selfish baseball offensively, and it's, I mean, it's starting to bite them in the ass. And I'll be the first one to say it here, because I've been a guy to defend them week in and week out. Joey Gallo is officially a problem. This is bad. What he's doing right now is bad. This is not. He's not himself. I have his stats up right here. As a Yankees hitting 130 with a 291 on base, a 325 slugging, 617 OPS, and he has six fucking home runs.
3: So here's what here's the thing with Gallo is that, like, in a sense, he's what you thought he was going to be, low average, couple of bombs. But, like, he's, way, he's doing what, like, his play style, but at a way worse level. So where he's hit the six home runs or whatever, he's also hitting 130 rather than hitting 220 with... 10 or 12
2: home runs. Exactly. But he's not even walking. That's the thing. And normally, right. he's a high-on-base guy. Like, 2019, also 389 true. OBP, 312, 333, 354. Or he was 379 in Texas before he came here. He's a high-on-base guy. He walks a shitload. He's not even drawing walks. He's striking out at over 50% of the time. He has the most strikeouts of anybody
1: since he came on the Yankees. Not, and then that, um, that doesn't mean just on the Yankees. That means... Since the day he joined the Yankees, his amount of strikeouts from then on is the highest in the entire MLB. No, I like we knew coming in that he strikes out a ton, but that's like new levels of striking out. Granted, he we knew also he was one of the highest strikeout guys in the league. So again, not really horribly, horribly shocking, but now that it's happening and we're not winning, and I think they said this in the broadcast too, like. You're gonna catch some booze now. Like you were doing he was doing this during our win streak, and it's like, oh great, we still have Gallo, but now that we're losing, he's gonna get turned he's gonna get turned on very quickly in the Bronx, I think.
2: What scares me is that he's not getting on base. If he, he was a high strikeout home run walk guy, which is what we expected, the true three outcome hitter, I was perfectly okay with that, but now he's not even doing He's not even doing his one thing, and that's getting on base. He's not doing his other, his two big things: getting on base and hanging home runs. He's not doing either of them. You don't get to do. You don't get to slouch on anything when you have three outcomes. You fucking you better do them well. And he's only striking out well. He's even learned how to hit into double plays on the Yankees. I think he hung out in the fucking Yankees video room too long. And I know it sounds like the sky's falling, and I've been pretty much pissed off this whole episode. But that's just like
1: happy episode one sixty one, Chandler.
2: I, it's it's frustrating. It's so it would frustrating. Have been really
3: cool if this happened during the win streak, we would have been just so cool, loving no, life. I know. But see, I'm drinking would... beers still, but these are sad beers. These are they it, it was happy beers because it was one sixty one, and now they're they've, now they've turned into sad beers. beers. Speaking of sad stats, while I was watching Florida State <laughs> get slapped around. Sorry, Dude, Kevin. fuck um, off!
2: Oh. <laughs> it's the best game um, they played in five years. No, it was
3: it was a great game. But anyway, at the bottom um, of the screen, I just saw like how block the, you. <laughs> I just saw at the bottom of the screen. It was like Yankees lead the league in games lost while winning by three plus runs after the seventh inning, <sighs> with like five. Like horrible. It's not good. That's that's. That's so bad.
2: I think that I saw another you know how, stat. You know how this valuable
3: year? those five wins would be right now?
2: Did you see the other stat this year that, like, they're like Oh, in 54 when trailing by more than four runs? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. there's a new, we're back to the level again. And I'm telling you, I've never, this is why this team makes me want to pull my fucking hair out because they can look like the best team ever. Like, they're electric. So fun to watch. They're doing everything right, and then you just, it's a total 180. Then we're back to the ways of April and May and June where we're setting a new record low stat every single fucking night.
1: So we were talking about Gallo a little. What do you guys think? He's been in the two-hole since he pretty much came to the Yankees. Do we move him?
2: Yes. Judge he doesn't there. like hitting in the two-hole. He said he doesn't like hitting Did in the two-hole. Did he two say hole. that? Yes. What the fuck know are we if doing? He said that. He did. So like
3: here here's one thing to me that's always been interesting. Like players hit better in certain parts of the lineup. I, like that doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, they do it because of the lefties. No, you know, no, no. I know that. I'm just that no, have. I'm saying for a player to be like, "Oh, I'm not that comfortable hitting in the tool." Yeah, no, like, I mean, just pro- well, It's you're doing the same approach. Like what's well, the
1: difference? Regardless of what he said, his prototype of a player is not the player you want in the two hole no you, i judge, judge and i've i've fought this a little bit since we've been talking or since judge has been on the yankees i was like i don't know why we have judge in the two hole he's one of our best hitters one of them in the three hole he's got a lot of power but now hearing looking at what he's done this year and what he's been doing honestly maybe i was oblivious to it like the man is literally hitting like 300 he, that like you want a guy that can hit for average but also power and like do whatever he needs to do. But Gallo is not, he's like exactly not what you want in the two hole. He, like, you get the idea is you get somebody who can get on base a ton, DJ LeMahieu, for better or worse, what he's been this year. He's still probably our best leadoff hitter. You put him in the leadoff spot. You don't want a guy who is high strikeouts, uh, to be in the two hole. Granted, he's supposed to walk a lot, which he's not. You just don't want that. You want him in, like, the four-hole, but honestly, for being honest, if I, and, like, I, I asked the question because I think this is probably the easiest thing to do. To, I mean, this team needs to be shaken up in some facet of the game. Gallo's probably going to be in, in the front half of the lineup anyway because Gallo's a good hitter. We know that. He's just having a really bad start to his Yankee career, but... I mean, he's just prototypically not not who you want in the two hole. Like, I for me, I would rather have and Rizzo hasn't been awesome since he's been on the Yankees too. But he he historically can get on contact. He's a tough at bat. He's a lefty. So one of those lefties have to be at the top of the order. So I think it's got to be DJ. It's got to be Judge. Stanton has been unbelievable. I feel like this year he's been. I I personally have loved what I've seen out of Stanton. He's had some horrible streaks where he strikes out a ton. Also, but when you look at his stats. In the conglomerate, the whole year, he's been great, and he's been—he's just been good enough for me to put him in the three hole, and then the four hole. Honestly, since that's three righties in a row, then I think you slot maybe even Rizzo there or Gallo. The argument can be made for either, but my main point being is like why I don't—I think Gallo is just a bad fit for the two hole to begin with, and I don't really know why he was there from the start. I think that was mainly just the lefty situation, which we've known. They blindly do that. We've seen more lefties in the three, the, the two, and four holes that don't belong there. We've seen Hicks and Gardner and just nonsense people. Jay Bruce J. Be, be in the <laughs> O'Dor like as decent as he's been in, in clutch spots. His numbers aren't good over the long haul. Like we've seen some pretty shitty people be in the top half of the order for that reason. Gallo's not one of the shittier ones. He's having a, a bad. Stretch but like the prototypical prototypical two hitter is not Joey Gallo on this Yankees team at least
2: no i I agree I well the whole mentality behind it too was like oh he doesn't hit the double plays I don't that's a thing but now he fucking does too so he's just right now he's just a slumping power bat I think I don't see why he can't get the Gary Sanchez treatment hit six seven eight uh, Boone said today that he was going to consider moving him down. So he didn't say
1: no. So he th- he said he'd think about it. I mean, I, I think that's just his answer yeah, he's for gotta anything go see because what he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say like, yeah, this guy because well, he so doesn't far. have a
2: fucking say so in anything. He has I, to I'm say not that. And any,
1: don't let's he, not make this a Boone thing because the Boone can't swing the bat for him.
2: They, no, I agree. I'm just saying. I'm saying the bullshit like cop out answers is because he doesn't have a say. So he gets in there and he's got a fucking lineup made for him. And that's why he can't say that. Cause he's got to go see what daddy Cashman thinks and what the analytics douchebags think. So before he makes any commitment to that, cause then he's just going to get grilled in the media the next day. Like, Oh, you said you were going to move him down. Like, Oh yeah. Well, I- a fucking computer makes the lineup, not me. So sorry.
1: And one thing I just wanted to put out there too, uh, that, Speaking of that top half of the order and big strikeout guys, that 2-3-4 in the lineup, which is uh, Gallo, Judge, Stanton, as hot as Judge and Stanton have been in the last month or so, like, they've been awesome, Like the last three games, Judge, Gallo, Stanton have been one for 35 with 14 strikeouts. Like, that's not a recipe for success, and that's pretty obvious there. And all three of those guys are fantastic hitters, and, I, and I'm not really worried. But like, that's I, I'm just pointing that out because that's a big reason as to why this offense has been what been how been how it was. It's just a little bit concerning because it was against the level of competition that there was. But I don't know. I mean, the Orioles are an awful team. Don't get me wrong. One of those games against John Means, and the funniest part about that is you you've, you you. You won that game. that was the one you won you you beat John Means against the Orioles and then you lose to whoever the fuck the next two It's just and the one we won was it, it, that was an extra inning, so we had a walk off that was the game I actually went to but it's just it's just bad when you're when your top producers in the two three four hole are one for thirty five i you can't show me a team that had that had been doing well during that time period so when they turn it around, hopefully this te- like, I'm not, I'm not, su- I'm not hitting the panic meter. It's September 6th. We've fought back. We're in the playoff race. We're the top wild card spot. We're gonna be in the wild card. I'm already. I like I said last episode. I'm getting myself you very knock
2: on some wood.
1: All right. Well, before, I'm saying for the, this. I'm not saying we're that locking it up.
2: Like
1: I'm not. Yeah, it is wood. I'm not saying we locked it up. I'm saying I'm my heart's set on that versus a division and like I told you guys last episode, I'm getting myself excited for the wild card because I truly believe that a Yankees Red Sox wild card will be the best game that I'll ever go to in my life because it's one it's never happened before. And two, I don't know how often it would happen cuz three teams in your division have to make the playoffs. That's a, that's a tough thing to do on its own and we're talking about two the Blue Jays being two and a half out, and they're the fourth team in our division. We, I mean, it's yeah. obvious we have the best I'll division in baseball. Division. Like the, the second best division in baseball, I feel like, in terms of like just like there it's are the some NL divisions West. that are good through and through, but that's because uh, I get the competition level is a little lower and everybody's kind of around the same. Like you see, the NL West is the second closest to how good we all are, like playoff caliber teams. Like you could say, the NL East. Is probably just as close to us in terms of competition, if not a little less. No, but like they're they're, the they're all like not really that good. They're just really close to each other. Dodgers, Giants, Padres, and the NL West is three fantastic teams, but like the Blue Jays are the fourth in our division right now, and that's just that's just bad luck for us. Like all of us, each of the teams so, have to face each other 19 times. Like that's kind of fucked up that we have to face the the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays 19 times a year. When the White Sox can face the Royals, Twins, Tigers, and Indians 19 and 10. That makes
3: year. the Rays that much more scary, too. Because if I'm not mistaken, us, yeah. they have the best division or best record. I really baseball, am not that scared of, really. of the
2: Rays. I am. Like, I don't know why. But, hey, well,
3: that's the thing. I'm not either. Because you look at them and you're like, okay, we can beat that team in four games.
2: No, I know. it's in a, a really seven-game series. So fucking dumb for me to say that because I should be terrified of the Rays. I'm more scared of the Red Sox than the Rays. Are you? I don't know why. Oh. I'm There's a little no bit more scared guidance. of them
3: for one game. I so I'm I'm more I'm a little I see what you're saying cuz I'm a little bit more scared of one game with the Red Sox than I am with a series with the Rays. And that might be just with Glasnow down maybe. Say. With Glasnow
1: down maybe. If Glasnow was healthy incorrect
2: I think well, you're, no, I'm you're saying
3: it's well. good, I'm not saying it's a good take. I it, like when you no, really no, think, think about it right that's now to say. No, that's paper, just how I feel. it's
2: fucking on paper it's fucking stupid, but gut feeling. I just like yeah. I feel confident that we could beat the Rays in a series. I don't know why. I feel more confident about like the Red Sox have the more traditional sluggers that are gonna hit our like fastball dominant pitchers. Like they've shown that they can hit Garrett Cole. I mean, I know the Rays have too. Again, the Rays no more stats. so have.
1: That's what that's what yeah. I was going to say. The Rays have shown they don't give a fuck who Garrett Cole is.
2: I'm that, telling that you right now because
1: it's the only guy we've been waiting every five days for Garrett Cole to pick up a four-game losing streak and turn it back around and be the stopper, which he did last time. We talked about that last episode, and Garrett Cole did exactly what we needed him to do and what we signed him for. Uh, I think we have another. Is it four-game losing streak run right now? Three. Garrett Cole pitches tomorrow, so if we're going to wait every four days or three days for Garrett Cole to snap up? a winning streak, that's a bad recipe.
2: Is, is it Matt's tomorrow?
1: tomorrow? He is throwing tomorrow. Yeah, it's it is against Mats, or
2: is we it got Mats and then we got Barrios. So get ready for one oh, yeah. zero and two one.
3: Is it Heal versus Barrios?
2: Is that Wednesday? Yeah, it'll be Heal versus Barrios. It'll be Heal and Barrios. a
1: betting is man. If I was a betting man, I would take the under tomorrow.
2: With Cole, yeah, the unders Max.
3: probably gonna be set at like four. And Thank out.
2: God we don't have to see Robbie Ray. I can't believe he's good. I can't believe I, it he's this good. pisses me off, man. Like it pisses me he's off because he like
1: he was one of those names that floated around like ten times in in multiple off seasons. That he was we like would... Matt,
3: he was like Patrick Corbin, same thing. Yeah, he was like I mean, the Corbin guy that we. Sucks, yeah, he yeah.
1: was like the guy we could sign, but like nobody wanted Robbie Ray, and now he's just. And here's the thing. I truly believe he would not be good if he was on the Yankees. I just genuinely
2: I think he would have sucked, honestly. No, they did a whole breakdown of his like pitching mechanics on MLB Network the other day. And it's easy. Like His whole issue was throwing strikes. It's been his thing that plagued him his entire career. And last year when he got traded to the Blue Jays, he was fucking with his mechanics because they were already out of it. And then this year he's mastered them and he's really good.
3: I feel like that's the case with some
1: He's many the guys.
2: fastest guy. He has the most strikeouts ever in somebody's first He's 1, always been
1: Yankees. a high strikeout guy though. Really? I know more about Robbie mm-hmm. Ray only because we almost got him like four times or he was on, <laughs> on or like we he was like a candidate to become a Yankee like four times.
2: Dude, it was and July every 31st. Time, every, every time year. that
1: rumor would come around, I'd be like, let me dip into Robbie Ray's like just uh, let me v- well verse myself in Robbie Ray again. High strikeout guy, no control like mid fours ERA. I'll pass on that all day long. And I truly believe, I don't care what he's doing this year, and I don't believe it almost. I feel like those are fabricated numbers. If he was a Yankee, that he would not be doing that. He won't. He's
2: a it. free agent next year. And I don't would care. And, him
1: and, and we'll probably be like in the rumor mill to get him again next year. Would you, 100% would you take him? If no, Rocky Ray, Ray has Ray.
3: the chance of moving anywhere, the Yankee, you know the Yankees are in on it. But I wouldn't take him they'll because say they I would
1: not take him because not only would we get Robbie Ray at, we would get hit, we would, we haven't gotten Robbie Ray before at a cheap cost. Him coming off a of Cy Young year, now we're going to get him at a fucking
3: Cy Young cost. I'll pass. Thank you very much. Although we do like, we do like paying
2: for Cy Young winners. Yeah. And we love to, he'd come to New York and turn insane. into AJ Burnett. Yes. That is exactly so what it's would a, happen. The best comp I've ever heard <laughs> like I,
3: I literally could not think of any better comparison.
2: Could you no. imagine Robbie Ray without a beard, too? All right, pass. That's all I needed right there.
3: So the schedule for
1: the rest of the way, we have—is it three more against Toronto or or two? I think we
2: have I, it's no. Seven. It's three more total. So three more three against more Toronto.
1: Three more. Three against the Mets. One against Minnesota. I guess I guess that's a rain makeup. Uh, three against Baltimore. Three against Cleveland. Three against Texas. Three against Boston. Three against Toronto. and Three against San Bay.
2: Uh, we should win 10 straight games that's somewhere not, there. That's Anyways.
1: not a horribly bad schedule. Like we could totally like, it's so weird and it's so horrible and, and not possible to, to project anything with this team because you can go out and you could sweep one of the best AL teams in the white Sox and be five and one against them for the entire year and sweep the red Sox and play well against the rays all year long. And then you can, Lose Drop two out of three, three to, three to one, one of the worst teams in baseball history. Like, I, I just can't. When I look at this projection from here on out, like, and we've always said this before, this stretch started, we were like, oh yeah, you know, we have the easiest strength to schedule or one of the easiest strength to schedules for the rest of the way. And quick math. I don't know what that 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 matters. That does not matter to me when you lose two out of three to the to the Orioles. What's your quick math?
3: How many games are left in the season?
1: Three, six, seven, ten. Twenty-five
2: and thirteen. How many
1: of those against, do you think?
3: I
2: don't know if that's right. I think be, it's twenty-five. I just like how many of those, are at or below five hundred Keep that in mind.
3: How many doesn't matter for what I'm asking. Even how many of those do you think are going to be one-run games? All of them, or <laughs> even <laughs> like, not, the Orioles. We won, in, a, we won. in or, or, or how many wins do we it's have? The Orioles effect. We win.
1: We won. We won two out of three. We lost we win, two out of three to we the we Orioles, wins, and we won
3: in extras for one of them. Every one of them is going to be one-run game. Or we're going to be blown we were, out 8 nothing. If we win 16 of those games, I genuinely believe that 12 to 13 of those are going to be
2: one right games. We're not going to win 16 of these games.
3: I'm just saying if. That's.
2: Just I mean, look at these
3: teams, there. though. Texas, Cleveland,
1: Minnesota for one, Baltimore Mets. for three. The Mets, who fucking suck
3: like these
2: No, teams, they're not
3: bad recently.
1: They're
2: 500. Care. They're 69-69. and 69. We should not yeah, lose a they're game. On a,
3: they're on a little bit of a hot streak.
2: Uh huh. But yeah, they won seven out of eight to get to five hundred. Congrats. Go fuck yourself, Mets. They're just we as should as we are last week... Friday, from Friday September tenth until Friday September twenty fourth. We should not lose a baseball game. If this oh, team is will. serious, you should not lose a baseball game in those two weeks. You play the we'll Mets five hundred. You play the Mets. You play the twins, you play the Orioles, you play the Indians, and you play the fucking Rangers. The Joey Gallo-less Rangers. We'll go
3: five hundred in that stretch. I guarantee
2: it. Dude. Is that man. enough? That's what, five hundred?
1: With the no, with no. with the Red Sox, hopefully I mean they're finding ways to lose also. You're
2: not gonna you're not gonna host. Um I with, think, the, I with, think, the,
1: with the Blue Jays playing as well as they are, and I mean, you forget about the Athletics, but they I think can get the, Blue Jays the Athletics the can playoffs, get just as high as anybody. Saying. So, I mean, they're I'm,
2: behind the Mariners now, too. Mariners are very th- hot
3: right now. I think the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs. I'll say
2: it. Who's going to miss it? Us or the Red Sox? I fucking hope to God it's the Red Sox, but how would you feel about <laughs> an at home wild? I would rather play the Red Sox than the Blue Jays in a wild. Too. Me, Blue too. The Blue Jays are scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because
3: it'd be They're it a great they roster, and now they're firing. It'd be, all it'd, be it'd be Robbie, Robbie. Ray against Derek Cole. It would be tomorrow's matchup all over again.
2: Dude, I'm I'm scared. Tomorrow's you know. a big game. Tomorrow's a huge game. I'm the just the whole
3: series is huge. I mean, honestly, when we turn around on Thursday and record again, rest of the season's kind of dictated by that. Because if we drop three to the race, suddenly we're behind them, or if we win three, then we've got a way bigger cushion over there. Blue Jays, I mean. What did I say, Rays? Yeah, yeah. Blue Jays.
2: How what many times mean? have we said that this season, that this is the most important series of the That's year? Because well, because every time every time we're wall. on a
3: trajectory that seems pretty good, then we fuck it all up, and then all of a sudden the next yeah. series. Yeah, is-
1: like we win 13 in a row, and we look like we have, have it all figured out and have a shot at the, even the division, and then we find a way to fuck it up. That's been the mantra of the season find a way to fuck it it up don't you know what as a matter of fact the the nyy for ny that's been like the thing hashtag find a way to fuck it up should be the new thing like that's i don't know
2: anymore i don't ever want to be within five games of the rays again every time we get somewhere around the four four and a half game mark the yankees just fucking implode and forget how to play play baseball i hope the rays win every game the rest of the season until the last series I hope they and get all of their way You just wins said a version out. of
3: what I was gonna say.
2: Yeah, I don't want. I don't even want it to be in mind anymore because I don't know what it is. Well, if that's not. what's fucking them up, and it's they not think in that, mind,
3: you know it, they're gonna give us hope again before the end of the year. No, they're, they're gonna won't. go on some stretch. No, they're not. Either gonna that be like, or ah! they're
2: gonna fuck it completely up. I'm not. I'm not even you know convinced gonna we're gonna finish about five. They're gonna
3: string together like five in a row, and we're gonna be like, huh,
2: huh, dude. And I'm telling you, I am literally not even convinced that this team's gonna finish over 500 with the way the last like two weeks has gone.
1: You know what, Murph? You know what I can see? Since there is the three-game series at the end of the season, I can totally see and maybe this won't happen, but I could see us having like still maybe this is so far out of reach, but just the way Yankees the Yankees have like kept us our our, our hearts in it. I could totally see being three games out in a three-game set going up against the Rays and like it like it'd be like, "Oh, we if we sweep them." You know, just some kind of hope. I also don't think mathematically we will ever get there, but that's just the way I feel with these Yankees. It's like, I no. fucking, they, they'll keep us in it for better or worse. And like, then they'll break our heart. Just find you a way to fuck it happen? up. Like I said, the,
3: the you entire know like raise organization would have to get stuck with steroids or yeah. something like for that to
2: happen. We'll get down to that and then we'll win games one and two.
3: And then
1: we'll it's lose. Gonna be, three. No, yeah.
2: it's going to be a winner. Take all game three and it's going to go to, like, 16 innings, so we and spin the Heaney. whole bullpen. Come and in. then Heaney's going to come in, fuck it up, and we're going to roll into the wild card two days later without a bullpen. And then we're going to get just fucking dick-stamped by the Red Sox. Yeah, like, that last like, game, we're like, going be getting, up by three
3: runs in the seventh inning.
1: Yeah, like, honestly, like, going for the division in that sense would, like, have fuck, have, like been to our downfall like we we tried so hard to pump like put the foot on the gas to win the division that we were so spent for the wild card and we were just fucked like that's like i said find a way to fuck it up that would be this and then to
2: team. to further that cole's gonna turn into Sevy in 2016 or 17 All whatever right. and then and then we're gonna have to get eight and a third out of heaney and krisky and we're, we're if you are worried
1: about anybody on this team, I'm not worried about Garrett Cole. And I'm not either. On, on I'm just note, on saying. On that it, note, it would I wanted to fitting. bring I wanted to bring something up about Garrett Cole, and I wrote this down before, like on September on Friday, like that was the I think the first game of the Orioles series. I want to say, or just the last time that Cole pitched, I was just like thinking to myself, like Garrett Cole. When is the last time Garrett Cole aside? When is the last time we've had a Cy Young pitcher on this team? CC Sabathia, CC,
2: but he didn't win one with us, right? Yeah, he did. No, he no, did one. No, no we I think he, I think we got him the year after. I think in two thousand nine,
3: we got him the year after. Can won someone them, fact so. check
1: when the last time we've had a Cy Young pitcher on this team? Well, my point being it it's very few and far between on this Yankees team, and Garrett Cole is seemingly going to win the Cy Young, and I just personally. For, for a team that has not had one in so long, and I feel like since you guys are both laughing, it's been even longer 2000,
3: than... 2001 Roger Clemens.
1: Okay. So my point being, it's been 20 years since we've had a Cy Young on this team. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm very like underwhelmed that Cole is pretty much the favorite right now to win the, the Cy Young. And only because, like when he's going out and doing it, and he's leading the Cy Young race... I feel like I should be excited for that since it's been 20 fucking years since I'm 24. I don't remember Roger Clemens winning the fucking Cy Young because I was four you fucking four. years old. So naturally. <laughs> but I feel like I should be really excited about that. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing that's happening, but I'm not. I'm very underwhelmed by it because he should be doing it. That's,
2: that's how I feel right now. You want to know who the last well, person before different. that was for who? the Yankees? 1978, Ron Guidry. I actually, that was
3: actually going to be my guess. To be honest, I was going to say either. And the year before we had a different one win.
2: Sparky Lyle. Yes, sir. We've had five winners ever.
3: See,
1: but this is actually further proving my point. I'm just saying like, it's never really happened in, in our lifetimes, let alone like Yankees. It's very few and far between that it happened. And I'm still not really excited about it because he should be doing it. We signed him for so much money. And he just should be doing it. And I'm expecting okay, it. It's out also of him way different. And he's doing it now. And he's like, if he, if he wouldn't be doing it, there's cause to be pissed. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm feeling this way.
3: I think part of the reason you're feeling that way, too, is that if we're swap our record with the Rays, if we're firing on all cylinders and Garrett Cole is top of the Cy Young, you're way more excited about it. Yeah. Because you're agree. like, we're doing really well. And Garrett Cole is an absolute
1: ass. And horse. That,
2: right yeah.
3: now, he's, it's like, it's like being, it's a consolation prize almost. I yeah, mean right it's now it's almost like Mike Trout fighter. winning no, MVP. Like, yeah, you know, like right. yeah, he's winning MVP, but he's on the Angels, and we never make the playoffs. So, like,
1: okay,
2: excellent comparison. Nolan yeah, Murphy. that's
1: the, that's the best comparison you could have made. And that that that's. Are you guys feeling that way too?
2: No, no I, I'm like, I. No, are you kind pumped of? about I, yeah. it? Like, I kind of want. I, would, I don't know. I'm not really convinced that he's gonna win. I think he should. Right now, if it ended today, and I know Robbie Ray turned in another awesome start, but <clears throat> I looked at. A graphic before that start and I think Cole led in twelve of fourteen categories. And I just I think it's that, but there's the obvious writers bias that you see, i.e. Miguel andahar Shohei Otani, twenty eighteen. And I know Otani turned out to be an M V P and andahar turned out to be a career shuttle squad player, but that <laughs> year andahar deserved it. And yeah. it's there Maybe is there is media bias against That When love or hate him now, Aaron Boone, he should have won manager of the year in the next man up lineup. He won 103 games playing with a triple-A roster in the AL East. Should have won manager of the year. He lost out on it. It, 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 He would have to do something special. They're going to look for anything in the world to not give it to him for. If he comes out and closes out the last four and gives up like one run in those four starts, okay. But I really don't. I think if it's close, it's going to go to Robbie Ray. I disagree.
3: See, I disagree. And here's why: I think, right. I think that that cold. kind of thing, like you said, the media bias. I think the bigger name kind of prevails there.
1: Yeah, I agree. to an
3: extent. Like so, that's why I think Shohei won his Rookie of the Year yeah. that year because Shohei people won at the minute knew came
2: over because he was a two way exactly,
3: player. exactly. And they're like listen, this guy's big name, whatever. Like, I think that that plays into it a little bit. I think so, when push
1: comes to shove, Garrett Cole versus Robbie Ray, Garrett Cole is going to win.
3: If it was today, yeah. Obviously, yeah. a lot can happen in the next month. But, yeah,
1: yeah I'm with you. Even if know. it was dead even, like, Cole's going to get out. So I agree, and also like he's on the Yankees versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Like that's
2: ah, oh, it's not that much. The Blue Jays are one. a better no, team. no, no, no,
1: not the team. I'm just saying the name. <laughs> it's, I'm talking names. Like he's that's why no, he's the names win don't
3: matter. We've only had five Cy Young winners. Like I think his name matters more than the team he's on.
1: I don't know. I I, I think I, when you look at the advanced metrics, I'm not going to get into the the reasons why he should be Cy Young right now. But like even the advanced metrics, I think that's he's, what I was telling you. Like twelve okay.
2: of the fourteen, but. You know what? At the end of the day, I don't even think about the Cy Young because I'm so pissed off on a day-to-day basis watching this team. Yeah, I'm so stressed out in every game that even when he does start, the, he loses – like I lose my focus on how spectacular his games are because I'm so busy focused on the five or six ground out or grounded to double plays in five innings. Yeah. I'm so focused on striking out three times with the bases loaded. Everything that the offense is doing right now is just horrific, selfish at-bats, and it takes away from any sort of pitching performance that you can appreciate. We were talking about last episode with Jordan Montgomery. Why does he get overlooked? Because he gets no run support, and it's ugly. If he was out there winning every game, and we were scoring 10 runs a game for him, or even five runs a game and you're like, all right, I feel confident Jordan Montgomery's won his last six starts, but that's not the case. Jordan Montgomery gives up two and he gets tacked with a loss. So we, we overlook him and it's the same thing was starting to happen to Nestor Cortez. I mean, he threw like six innings of three run ball. I don't know, three, four days ago. And we fucking lost three. All Yeah. We lost again. That's what I'm saying. The offense has been so streaky and, as of lately, they've been so bad that it's – you. It, I don't know. I can't focus on the positives and the pitching because it's so overshadowed by the fucking ineptitude of the offense. Good word. It's, thank you. I went to college. Yeah, um
3: SAT. I went to college. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I, 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 just the ineptitude of other people too. I want to bring it back to Haney a little bit. I just think it was funny. Did you notice after he came out of giving up like a five-run inning, they still checked him for substances?
2: dude I mean, I'm pretty sure, Honestly, pretty, sure he wasn't, um, pretty sure he no. wasn't using substances they were
3: probably trying to double check if he had like WD-40 or something else. No, yeah, they it, was slipping out of, it was
1: slipping out of like, like <laughs> exactly. anti-substances uh, yeah self-decreasing struck,
2: substances.
1: self-destructive substances
2: do you think that's like yeah, a they, game between the umpires like they all kind of look at each other like hey watch this like <laughs> 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 hey, as andrew he's like fucking crying off the mountain like hey, what give me your belt while you're going to sulk in the locker room you fucking
1: bum. oh my god guy gives up fucking nine through nothing he's like hey watch this i'm gonna ask him for substances i'm gonna kick him while he's down right now oh my god he's so he's so sad like when he gives his hat and, and glove to have them check it too like it just like he clearly wasn't using anything.
2: So did you see? I saw a video. God, I don't remember who fucking posted on Twitter. You remember? Like it was like a hard knocks episode or something where the Jets guy went to go type in his code to get into the weight room and it got denied, and that that's was, he uh, how he learned how he's
1: cut. Yeah, Josh Adams. No, 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 Josh Adams. Uh, the safety.
3: No, hard. Are you talking about when the Jets hard knocks? Yeah, yeah. Who, that was like safest? that was like that was like six or seven years. Jamal ago. Adams, oh, Jamal
1: Josh, Adams, Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams. It wasn't him. It was no, Jamal no, Adams. They, why
3: would you? Cut Jamal
1: Adams did not get cut. No, no he, he didn't. He, about didn't. he was walking up to the facility and he said, "Damn, year two, they cut me already." That was the funny part. Uh, yeah, yeah were, well, whatever. Somebody, somebody did
2: that. that well, whatever cut. the whoever the fucking NFL guy was, they they fucking photoshopped Heady's head on him. They typed in his fucking code. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like Heaney after today's start. It is so fucking funny. It's an absolute travesty that Andrew Heaney is still on a major league roster. I, I think we need to put a place past the sun. Like, he needs to go out of the galaxy at this point. Uh,
1: I, he has seven, a 7.31 ERA in seven games with the Yankees in five starts. I'm That's,
3: surprised it's that low. No,
1: I'm surprised it's that low, too. He has 23 earned runs given up in 28.1 innings pitched.
3: just feels like I every thought that single he had more time earned he's runs in. Than an I know.
1: It feels like every single time he's in, since like the Field of Dreams game, just like every time it's not only is it like a bad situation. Every time he's in there, it feels like a fucking nuke goes off. Like he leaves and everything is just destroyed. Like there's how many runs he given up? Twenty three in how many innings? In twenty eight point one.
2: Okay, Cole has given up forty seven a 155.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, two opposite ends of the spectrum right there. I'm pretty sure he's crying in this picture, Andrew Heaney. I see it. I see a tear. There's like times like that. I feel bad, but like you're really bad at your job. So I'm not, I don't feel, I don't really, feel bad. I, I don't feel bad. I mean, we, we talked about, let's, let's give a little sun update. Cause we haven't been giving people the updates today. We didn't do a hot or not. We still have voicemails to get to, but we didn't do hot or not today because like there's not really any hots, it's mainly knots, and we we've we we've addressed all of them. Like, and they're recurring knots, so I guess that sends people to the sun. I don't think we're gonna send anybody to the sun today. A lot of people wanted Glaber's head on a on a stick. I don't think we're gonna send Glaber. He's just coming off injury, so let's give him a little time before. You know, granted, he hasn't been gr- really great in the last two years. Honestly, I did see a a stat that um, in the last two calendar years, Brett Gardner has 19 home runs and Glaber has 13. So that's like not good company you want to be in, in terms of a a guy who had 39 home runs.
2: Wait, who who was the other one? I'm sorry. I was actually, I just saw something of Glaber. It was his baby announcement in the top comment. was Name it uh, like B-A-B-E-6. I was like, that's... say he's, he's, he's about to drop a baby like he dropped the ball that short is a wait, guy. Wait, Glaber? Yeah, yeah. It was, they just announced he's having his first kid, and the top two comments I, like, I haven't
1: read comments on a lot of things, like on TikTok or anything. My friend always told me, like, you should really read the comments. The comments are the best part. I've started. Great. Like, there are people just...
2: People are ruthless. People like, I'm pretty are, fucking mean on ruthless. social media. That shit's funny. Yeah. But... Murf. I was actually looking at something today. The other guy was
1: <laughs> Brett Gardner, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. So, well, Brett you- Gardner, in the
1: last two calendar years, Murph, has 19 home runs. Labor Torres has 13.
3: You're fucking joking.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I just thought that was a fun stat to to bring up. And I'm not, not really... Fun. I'm not like That's somebody... Cool. See here, that, that wouldn't be too much of an issue if he had been hitting, like, super high contact and, like, all that stuff. He's not. He, had, he has a two fifty batting over, average over that time period. Brett Gardner, granted, has like a 225, but like it should not be that close, especially when you're at 39 and you're in your. Albert Pujols
2: is having a better year than Glaber Torres right now. Yeah, not wait, good. how
3: many home runs does Albert Pujols have? Sixteen. Pujols, fuck. Yeah, sorry. I
2: thought it was. I bet 16 him since under. I bet him under Dodgers. 13 and a half home no, he runs has, this he year. Has 16 on this. uh 16 on the year. He's yeah, had like I lost that bet. forty-eight RBIs and a seven twenty. I bet him.
3: RBI. I bet him under thirteen and a half home runs. I mean, why would you get ever cut bet from against... the Angels? Because I thought he was going to get cut from the Angels and uh, Jordan or um, what's his name, Walsh,
2: Albert Pujols. Uh, would take over and what did, Jared
3: Walsh. But, uh, Jared Walsh, thank you. Would take Albert over.
2: Pujols at forty-one years old <laughs> has a fifty-point higher OPS than Glaber Torres.
1: Fantastic. <clears throat> I hope he
2: just – I really
1: – I mean, Glaber in the playoffs likes to turn it on sometimes, so like, I hope he does that. But
3: <laughs> Yeah, from one series. That's one. my saving
1: grace. Yeah, the, that the Astros, one time he was really good. The Astro series. I remember exactly where I was too. I was in the Eli's bar stool. Maybe I have to go back to, back to college. I remember?
3: love Eli's. Yeah,
1: maybe I had to go back there. But I'd go uh, back
3: to Hamden to just to sit at a bar stool Eli's.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, so let's get back into – Want to do some voicemails? Yeah, why not? It was episode 161, so we wanted to hear from you guys. We wanted better tidings. We also kind of wanted to hear you guys be like, oh, congrats on episode 161. Didn't happen, so. (laughs) So fuck you guys for that. But uh, (laughs) let's get into a little bit of the voicemails. So first one comes to us from one of our main callers, the Greg Allen guy. So let's, let's see what he has to say.
4: 161st Street, um, Jasheen Benjamin from Westchester, New York, aka the Greg Allen dude. Um, I just want to say, first and foremost, congratulations on number 161st. Appreciate it. There is a Also, I don't know how this, the end of the season is going to play out, man. I'm getting frustrated, tired as uh, hell. We went from 13 games in a row from losing five out of seven games, I believe, since that stretch. So, I don't know, man. We got to pick it up. And the only way for us to actually be a contending team is we have to put Rizzo and Voight in the same lineup. We can't keep doing this A and B lineup. This is some bullshit. Boone needs to figure his shit out. Boone needs to stop putting pitchers who are not capable of being in high-leverage situations, such as putting Keeney in and fucking Blue Elite to the Baltimore fucking Orioles. A team that is projected to lose 110 games this season, I believe. But you know what? We got to let that get past us. And we just got to take three out of four from the G's and try to sweep the fucking Mets. But other than that, congratulations, boys. Let's go, Yanks. We're not giving up yet.
1: Appreciate the call as always. If you want to leave us a voicemail, 914-469-2168 is the voicemail line. And we do appreciate the call and the congratulations because we are celebrating today, although this has been a very down episode because the Yankees suck. But a lot of good things were said in that call. We appreciate a lot of things that we kind of mentioned already on on the show prior. but like, And and we've talked about that. Another thing that we didn't talk about a lot today is the Rizzo-Voit conversation and I think we mainly addressed that last episode, and obviously we've talked about this at length on every episode. But like the last episode, we said, and we kind of have noticed, like this is kind of what they're gonna do from here on out. They're gonna do like I I I've almost stopped getting upset. I don't know about you guys. When the lineup comes out every day, the first thing I scan for is if Void and Rizzo are in the lineup. It's the first. That's thing. what I do. No, no, the I absolute do the first. Exact same thing. thing. Yeah, and but, I and I do want. I, I stopped every getting time. super duper upset about it because. Like we, I think we've established that they're just trying to keep everybody healthy for the playoffs. But at this point, like if if you miss the play, that was when we had a little bit more of a cushion in the AL wild card race. So now I feel like maybe you just have to keep putting out that Rizzo void because like they they always like try and preserve health when they can, which is fine, I guess. But like they always do it to the detriment of them like they always do it and then because they do it I feel like they let their foot off the gas and then they put themselves back in a spot where they have to be forced to put it back on the gas and risk health like you know I feel like it's like a double-edged sword like you you want to keep everybody healthy so you do like not start everybody every game but then you lose a bunch of games and you have to be forced to play everybody every day and then you get more likely to be hurt because you haven't been playing every day with those guys
2: Real quick, did you see the play Stanton made the other day? Don't tell me he's not a fielder.
1: Oh, we didn't even yeah, talk that about that. That was incredible. We didn't incredible. even talk about that. I he mean, needed every inch of that dive. Too. A lot of people like to make fun of Clint for diving for no reason. He needed
3: every he, inch of that dive. If he was six foot six, he wouldn't have caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm, like, I'm kind of joking, but like not really. No,
2: I mean it's funny. It's true. Like that was a damn good play. He is an outfielder. He's a good outfielder.
3: Yeah, I don't know where that stigma came from. Like, there's one about all thing the time, I see like, dude. in
2: every lineup when I check it, and it's not even me. Again, this is never Brett Gardner slander, but every time I look through the lineup, I scan, scan, scan. I see Brett Gardner. I'm like, okay, fuck. Which one of the good players got benched today? And then, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which one of the good You're players? not wrong.
2: No, yeah, that's, I, that's all. It's like You're every... so not wrong, it's also, not what? how is Boone going to tell us that we're trying to win every game and every game matters and you're benching four starters? We benched Glaber, Geo, like uh, Voight, and one other person in the series finale against the Orioles. Got the bet- best bench in the league on any given day. Yeah, right? We had fucking like four all-stars on our bench. I mean, But like I said, it's okay though because Tyler can. Wade and Velasquez were starting, which they've both been fine, but you have Glaber and Gio on the bench, and I know that we were just shitting on Glaber, but it's Glaber fucking Torres. You have Glaber Torres and Gio fucking shell on your bench. Put them in the goddamn game.
1: At what point do we stop saying it's Glaber fucking Torres? Whenever, just, I think
2: I think we're getting there. Yeah, that, that's you.
1: why I brought that up. Like, I don't want to be that guy because I person Glaber was not. He's not anymore. He was my favorite Yankee. He's like I'm I still you. I still love Glaber. No, yeah. He's, He's awesome. Too. He's like, I have his signed jersey right on the wall over here. I have a signed baseball. I have a bunch of his working cards. I sold a bunch of them because he sucks, and I lost a ton of money on that. That's a different story for a different day. But like, I feel like like I just brought up that set over the last two calendar years. Granted, one of them is a shortened season, but like, this is not the guy that we have seen in 2019. He's been in and out of the lineup this year again, so I guess you can kind of use that as an excuse, but you really can't. I'm running out of excuses for him to be this. bad. Like, he, And also, again, he's young, so that's another excuse, kind of. So, like, I don't know. We, have... How close are we to being, like, it's not saying that exact sentence that you said before. It's Glaber Torres. He'll figure it out because he like, kind of hasn't.
2: If he didn't have the, like, mm, I don't know, it was like six-week stretch before he got hurt again, where he was just one of our best players again. I would be pretty much there, but he showed us midway through the season. He was going the other way with power. He was turning on fastballs again, not like an hour late on everything. He looked good. He looked confident. He was playing really well for a while, and then he got hurt, and then obviously all that goes out the window, but there, if he didn't have that stretch, I'd be almost there, but I know there's something still in the tank. There's just no way it can't be. He was the number one prospect in baseball. Listen, I get it,
1: man. I fucking love Gliburn. And you're not, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not trying to convince me. But I'm just like,
2: no, I'm trying at, to convince at what, myself.
1: At what point is he just like, he's just a bust? Not a bust. Like he's an average player, and that's exactly what he's been for the last two years. He hasn't been.
3: What's he average at? He's below average at everything.
1: No, like his, his <laughs> WRC plus is like 99. I think so. He's like he's literally an average hitter. But and I guess that's one step. He's but a, like,
2: he's, he's a gold glove defender though. Oh but yeah, if he's an average hitter. That means he's not an
3: average player because he is definitely not an average fielder. Yeah. It was
2: so funny. Remember in like June? One second we saw he, he was one of the best defense he was like the best defensive shortstop in baseball. I don't just, know how he must I don't either. It was just like, it was graded totally by war. I just think it was fucking hilarious because that was right after the Tigers game, I think. Where a ball like hit him square in the face and just rolled straight into the outfield, and they're like, "Yeah, Glaber Torres is actually the best defensive shortstop in baseball." Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm pretty sure know. that's
3: just not true. Like even at the time, like I think they just made that up.
2: No, that's a you know what? That's exactly why I don't believe in like defensive war and shit because that's just not correct.
3: There's not a real
2: way to measure defense.
3: Like errors no. is, does not adequately tell a defensive player. No. And there are all these advanced metrics on defense, but like when it comes down to it, it all is just eye test. I'm going to say it's the oh, eye test. Oh, <laughs>
2: good, Dude, I just I don't know, I don't know. I'm not ready to give up on him. I love. I'm not guy. either.
3: Like that, but like realistically, if he it's if coming. he comes it's out where we have to, I I, think, I don't
2: want to. I think next year is the last. I think. that's we, I agree with you. I think if we get halfway through next year and we find ourselves in the same exact spot again, then.
3: If he doesn't hit 270 to 25 home runs next year.
2: Not I even that. Just show me improvement that that. You're, you're getting back to that guy. Like, yeah. I'm not asking him to be an MVP. He was actually my MVP pick at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure I said in the his roll call no, episode when we were in right. Tampa that he was my MVP pick this year. By God was I fucking wrong on that He's no longer like the young guy who's struggling Like now he's I
3: mean maybe a vet's a strong word But like he's established
2: I mean he's been up in the big leagues for Fuck when did he get caught up Like what four years? 18 so he's been This is his third year Three four years Yeah
3: Well the 2018 was that rookie Third and rookie of the year thing So yeah
2: Exactly
3: I mean three solid years Granted he's been hurt here and there But like he's not the young gun anymore He's not like the There's not a lot of leeway there at no. this point, nope. It's. I think dying.
2: next year right. he's got a, about till the midpoint way next year before he gets the Gary Sanchez treatment. <laughs> wow, he's gone That's on tough. a pretty
3: similar career trajectory to Gary Sanchez, actually. No, right. okay, so Don't
5: don't do that. Next dude. voice. I'm now. not saying he's. The, right. uh, I'm just gonna say what all Yankees fans have been thinking. I don't want to see a Roldis Chapman in an elimination playoff game. I don't care if up by seven runs against the Red Sox in the playoff game. I don't care if we're down by seven runs in the playoff game. I do not want to see him. He's too inconsistent. I mean uh, – our last two heartbreaking playoff losses have ended with a Chapman home run and a greasy ass smile by that bitch because he's just shocked because when he can only throw sliders he hangs one over the fucking plate and it gets sent by Pedro Severino and the Orioles. Holy fuck! <laughs> and also, Andrew Heaney is making me reminisce about Luis Sever- about Luis Sessa, which I really didn't think was possible. But you know, thank you. He's- so dog shit that you could throw a fucking trash compactor pack it on the mound and it'd be the same thing as him. <laughs> oh, that frustrating.
3: I like this guy. That was I one of too. my
1: favorite calls, so I appreciate that call. Re- uh repeat caller. So appreciate you. Nine one four four six nine two one six eight is the number. Hit us up, leave us a voicemail, we'll play you on the pod. But like
2: Thank th- you for the Sessa jab in there. Yeah, yeah. It's been hey. It's been yeah, quiet. I didn't like that
1: part. It's been quiet in that department. we usually have Chad, uh, Chandler to throw those jabs, but since Sessa has how's he been doing on on the Reds, by the way? Couldn't tell I don't it. know.
3: I'm too pained to watch.
2: I to I'm gonna him, miss him
3: if I look it up.
2: I'm gonna look I it up. put him out of mind. The minute that he took off the Yankee jersey, he no longer had anything anything to do in my life, and I am perfectly okay with that. I'm gonna look it up because I'm curious. Yeah, he's got a two eight two ERA. I missed On him. the Year or some Reds. On could... the
3: no, I'm sorry, two five six on the year. You know who we
1: could really use right now? Since our bullpen's been trying Luis Sessa. Luis Sessa.
2: Thank you. Justin Wilson. Talked about it before. He's got a one eight eight ERA on the Reds.
1: Granted, like Clay Holmes has been good.
2: Clay Holmes is a fucking gangster. Man. I love Clay Holmes.
1: Yeah, I saw you tweeted that. Like, Clay Holmes is
3: a gangster. I wanted you to elaborate more on that. Why, what makes What does Clay gangster? Holmes have that Luis Sessa doesn't
2: have? Uh, I don't know. 98 and pinpoint fucking disgusting sinkers.
1: I would say Clay Holmes over Sessa.
2: Clay Holmes is a fucking Cessa. animal. I, I
3: love a, Clay Holmes.
1: I too. will I'd tell I'd you this.
2: Both. I am an absolute fucking moron. I want to punch yeah. myself in the dick for how for mean I was how, to Clay b- Holmes. To
3: so Luis Sessa, you mean? I will not
1: no, raise but, my hand for that. And I know we all did it simultaneously, like that video we posted the reaction video dude, of the David, Holmes.
2: you can spell his name.
3: No, but that's not why we were <laughs> mad. We were mad. Well David also wasn't said Jameson Tyon's name is what? Tallian for he like says that two months. Months. With
1: everybody's fucking name.
3: Yeah. But I, I, I would that, that was not against
1: that was not against Clay Holmes. It was a little bit because we didn't know who he was, but like it was more of the fact and that, that was it wasn't
2: the, the movie.
1: And it wasn't the move. It wasn't like we were looking for a bigger move than Clay Holmes, and that wasn't it. Like Clay then we, Holmes, we, we, in hindsight, we got Rizzo and Gallo after that. But like in the moment, we were looking for a Rizzo slash Gallo move. You know, like, that's why I'll say but. it
2: right now. With Loiza out, Clay Holmes is probably the top of my reliever trust tree. Mm, well, is well, yeah. I mean, who, not really a reliever
3: anymore? yeah. Can we, can we? Like, who's our bullpen right now? Where is ne- wait? Where is Nestor fitting in right now? He's if Luis, fucking, if Heels pitching he's this week,
1: Ace Nestor's in a rotation. Yeah, but he
3: pitched what? He pitched what? A Couple days ago. When is he pitching again? He's not going tomorrow. Think he he's going on Wednesday. I think Thursday. it's Montgomery on. I think it's Montgomery on Thursday. I
2: don't if know. not Montgomery, my wife I feel like know. Montgomery just pitched. He did. He pitched All right, yesterday. So
3: thir- so we're talking about Thursday. I'm looking just on ESPN. Montgomery on Thursday. Kluber on Friday. Got to be, ta- yeah, Tyone on Saturday. I'm sure it's Cole again Sunday, yep.
2: And Thursday's then, TBD. What, Monday? Thursday's TBD on Monday. Monday against yep.
3: the Twins is heel again, apparently. But ESPN, I mean, that's too far out. Where does Nestor, is he going to come out of the pen now?
2: Nah. Nestor, Nestor's too good. I actually was listening to, I think it was John and Susan the other day while I was on the road. Um, saying that they were talking about going to a six-man rotation down the stretch. I hate that.
1: We can't do that.
2: I hate that so much. As when, long when, as are he... gonna, when
1: are we going to start putting Nestor in the bullpen, by the way?
3: That's what I'm saying. That That's exactly what Dude, I'm getting Nestor at. Like, why not it... throw him in the bullpen? That's <laughs> his jack... role in the playoffs. Do so like,
2: you call him a jackknife? Yeah, no,
3: a... yeah, he's a jackknife. He <laughs> does it all.
2: Yeah, no, I'm cool with it. He, I don't really think he needs the... Like warm up time in the bullpen. He's Nestor fucking Cortez, dude. You plug I him in know. any inning,
3: dude. Put him in the bullpen. Let him throw a couple innings.
2: No, if, I, like, I,
1: I, I. I'm just saying that because I feel like that's his role in the playoffs. So like, why? why when are, he, when are,
3: he's not going to start in the playoffs.
2: When, when are we moving
3: him to the to the bullpen?
2: I mean, like, it's Kluber be is going to get starts. If he's not starting that's in the what next I'm week. Say. I want to see him
3: out of the bullpen. You can't just sideline me, him for a
2: week. To me, I'm marrying Nestor Cortez and Kluber. Kluber can't get past four right now and yeah. I think the first sign of trouble with Kluber right now Yank him plug in Nestor Nestor can give you a hundred pitches
1: and Nestor has been like here what they were doing with Heaney what they were they were warming him up when uh Krisky was in there before he gave the grand Slam that's exactly when Nestor would come in the game like you're up yeah. three runs or four runs but you're down three runs or four runs like your starter is having trouble your the guy is having trouble in front of him. Nestor Cortez goes in there cleaning it up in early, early trouble. Like, that's what I feel like we need to move him into that role. Like, yesterday
2: was
3: today Jackknife.
5: Jack Jack knife. Knife.
3: Putting was, him in wherever. If we are up two and we need two innings out of somebody, put in Nestor. If we need a spot start, put in Nestor. If Kluber blows it up, put in Nestor.
2: Was today Krisky's first appearance since the four wild pitches in one inning? I don't that know. That was his I first was appearance, glad.
1: I think, since he was put on onto the sun. That was when he was put on the sun, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, let I me would, just tell you this: I don't give a fuck what he does. He's never coming off the sun. No,
1: Boo. I mean he gave up five runs in his
2: yesterday. He gave up a first pitch home run, loaded the bases, gave up a fucking grand slam.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he just cemented himself on <laughs> the sun.
2: See, here's the thing: so we'll,
1: give, we, we'll give our sun update Heaney's right now still because worse than him. Yes, he, Heaney has because Heaney has been consistently be doing it often, like Christy yeah, like tough. like you just said, that was the first time I feel like Christie has pitched in a while. Maybe I just missed it, but if I missed it, that's a good sign. I feel like here's the thing. Here's the exact thing. No, he Maybe just got Chris called up. That was his okay, first appearance I'm saying, since the four wild pitches. Even if he has pitched recently, the fact that I haven't noticed it is is telling that he's not like Heaney. Like, I notice every Heaney start, and that's not a good thing. You're not noticing it for good reason. Like, you're not noticing Cole go out and twirl it. Like, He, you notice when Heaney pitches every single time, and that's because he literally leaves everybody dead when he's out there. Like he doesn't leave a clean inning, or not even like clean. The clean would be way too much to ask for with Heaney. He never leaves an inning and doesn't completely just erupt. It's minimum three or four runs every time he comes in, and not in a start, in a relief appearance, in one inning. I'm shocked that his ERA was only seven.
2: No, I mean Heaney is the single worst pitcher I've ever seen at any level of baseball. I'm not exaggerating. I've never seen somebody that's less effective.
1: And he'll probably still pitch.
2: No, he's not gonna. He won't lose his spot. And I don't understand where the like blinding loyalty to Heaney comes from. Is it just like, are you scared to admit that you're wrong? He's fucking bad. He's really bad, and he. He's not only bad, he's lost all confidence that he had at all. Like he looks like a defeated man the minute he steps on the mound.
1: Let's go to some Heaney voicemails.
0: Andrew
4: Haney. He's get left behind on the team bus. Hit in both kneecaps with a lead pipe. And then just drop a table on him. Along with Brooks Christie, too.
1: What perfect timing. Let's go to another Heaney voicemail. Let's just like, air it out. Everybody who has any feelings. This should be the
4: only voicemail you get. They said, castrate. Andrew Heaney.
1: All right. That's that's <laughs> another one. Do we have another Heaney voicemail? I, I think... Mean, I, those are the only two that I labeled. We, I think we got a bunch more that were like Heaney hate, but I think we've given him enough enough Heaney hate. Uh, next voicemail comes to us from, I
0: don't know. So one six one boys, I mean uh you know, we go on a thirteen game winning streak and you just you know, we can't keep going and then right after we start losing we just can't pull it together and you know I feel like a lot of the problem it hasn't well, I don't wanna say it, it has been like all the pitching's fault, but I mean it's also something's fault, but mainly the pitching, you know. I mean you got Andrew Heaney and we got Brian Cashman over here thinking he's gonna be like the next I don't know, he thinks he's going to do good. And then our bullpen, our bullpen is blowing stuff, uh, blowing saves and Chapman too. And, you know, Boone, I think is honestly the main, you know, the main reason why he's losing, you know, not, it's just not making the right decisions. And he's just, I, I feel like our players are not, not confident when they step up to the plate and, you know, our offense has been kind of dead. And, you know, we're coming off an 8 nothing loss against the Blue Jays, and they're doing pretty good right now. Knowing that series against the Orioles, that was just pathetic. But, I mean, hey, congratulations on your uh, 161st podcast, and, uh, yep, thanks.
1: Appreciate the call as always. Chandler, what do you think?
2: No, nah, I mean, he's pretty much hit everything that we did the entire the entire episode. The ball bowl- The pitching's not necessarily to blame, but at some point, you have to be able to hold a lead and pick up your offense. Like, the offense is going to go through these stretches. We've seen it time and time again. This isn't a new issue. This has been an issue for three, four years now. The bullpen needs to nut up. That's supposed to be your strong suit. You need to nut the fuck up and close out a game once in a while because it takes all it takes is one game like that. If Chapman comes in and slams the door down and he's got his typical stare down, he blows somebody away with one Oh three and he walks off the field. That's a momentum builder. You build off that. That gives the other guys confidence. That gives the hitters confidence. like, Oh shit. All right. These guys are out there fucking doing it. So we better get our shit together tomorrow when the hitters come out here and shit the bed. And then the bullpen fucking blows it too then nobody has confidence on the whole team. And then you have something like today where you lose 8-0. I mean, that's how that happens. If if you're not willing to pick each other up, then you're just going to find yourself in lopsided scores. If one thing falters, the other has to pick them up. You're a top – I mean, you're supposed to be a top five, top ten team in baseball. You can't be failing on all cylinders. You just can't. It's not – The Dodgers don't do this. The Giants don't do this. The Rays do not do this. I don't know. I don't know.
1: And I I saw a... a Unrelated to this call specifically, appreciate the call, but uh, Tyler in the chat on YouTube, we do these live on uh, Bronx Pinship's YouTube to go subscribe to that, but Tyler in the chat said, ridings, question mark. I didn't catch this earlier. Maybe we're talking about relievers at the time, but I just want to bring that up. Like We were talking about how thin we are in the bullpen and our pitching in general, like, why is Steven Ridings not on this team right now?
2: Service time manipulation, the same reason Luis Hill is still there.
1: Like, how about winning games? That would be more interesting. I'd be more interested in that than service time manipulation.
2: Dude, it pisses me off because, like, you can't even blame the Yankees. It's a, that's a fault in Major League Baseball in general. It's going to be and it's going to be an issue until they fix it, which is going to be this off season
3: CBA, right? The, yeah, it's
2: this off season. Yeah. There's going to be a strike because specifically because of shit like this. That's the reason that fucking heels down there. That's the reason that Ridings is down there. Ridings is rule 5 eligible too, which scares me. I don't want to lose Ridings. If you
3: are one of the best 25 players in your organization, you should be able to be on the major league roster.
2: Well, look at the fucking Orioles organization. They had a guy throw the other night in double A that's hitting a hundred and dotting the blacks. And you're you have the fucking Orioles. You are the fucking Adley Rutschman is in I think he just got promoted to triple A, but you tell me Adley Rushman can't compete better than some of the players in the Orioles. That pisses me off in general. It's just if you keep him in the minors while your team sucks and you're not just wasting his service time. The service time manipulation is disgusting. And that's what's going on with heel, with ridings, with all these big name guys that you think should be getting an opportunity. That's the problem. It's not that they think Heaney's better. It's that they know they can manipulate it and get another year out of him. It's been going on forever. It's not going to change any Until this offseason is the earliest it's going to change. But to answer any further questions about any of that, and it drives me batshit crazy, but that's, that is the short answer. And it's fucking, it's disgusting.
1: So last voicemail comes to us from, uh, I keep saying from, I don't even know who it's from. These people aren't saying their names. I'd like to, if they said their names and where they're from.
4: New Jersey. I'm just trying to figure out where is Luis Gil, man. We need that guy back in the rotation now more than ever. Just want to hear what your guys' thoughts is about that. Thank you.
1: So, didn't catch your name, but I do appreciate you saying where you're from because I just yelled just tell us where you're from and what's your fucking name. But we just talked about this a little bit with Luis Heel. Let's—he's getting his start on Wednesday, and Good. I, dude, I, I swear to God, if if he'll gets like if he's not staying on the team from here on out after this start, I don't know what to say. What I if feel like our pitching innings. is so thin at this point that, like, dude, the, 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 he, has he let up a run this year yet?
2: He has a zero 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 ERA. That's what I'm saying. Like, we joke about it, and we're like, this guy could literally not give up a run, he wouldn't get the call. This is the perfect example. He quite literally has not given up a run, and he's pitching his games in Scranton while Andrew Heaney's getting starts. That right fucking there proves you that the system, uh, the Major League Baseball is broken. Chris Bryant left spring training with 10 or 14 home runs his rookie year. Didn't break camp with the team labor torres didn't break camp with the team he just coincidentally was playing well enough to get the call the day that he got another season it's what it, it is what it is it's, it's got to change
3: now but the same thing happened with Clint frazier when we got talkman i don't know if we remember everybody thought mm-hmm. Clint frazier was going to come up we brought in talkman through talkman up so that we could manipulate frazier exactly i feel
1: like they did that well
3: yeah, that's why I'm saying like that's the like Yankees ruined Clint Frazier, but career. like that was why that happened. Like Andrew Talkman yeah. was only good because and the only on the Did team. You say Andrew
2: Talkman, Mike Talkman.
3: Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I said that and I was like, wait, and then I, I just didn't feel like correcting it. But either way, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, he
3: only came, he only came up and played well because he came instead of Clint
2: Frazier. Poor Clint Frazier, man.
1: So Mike in the chat has said ridings has been on the I.L. Has he Has he been on the I.L.? I
2: don't...
1: I, don't, I didn't I think he was he on the I.L.
3: Now. Maybe he got hurt while he was down.
1: I don't know. I, I didn't think he was on the I.L. I think they were just playing with the service time. Maybe he was teaching some substitute science. He had to step in. That is wild that he was a fucking teacher. Or it still is. I forget How who it was. I was talking right to now. somebody. I was talking to somebody and they said that they... That he was like he they they know Steven Riding's. I think it was Damon's friend or something like that.
2: I feel like Damon knows a lot of random people.
1: Yeah, his buddy Josiah Gray, who's actually been on the podcast before, is he's, he's a major league pitcher right now. He's on he the He on the
3: seven day IL as of August twenty third.
5: What
2: did he do? That but sucks. He, yeah, he he got. I didn't know he that. Got hurt when he was in AAA. Yeah. Well, he should shouldn't oh, be. He AAA. got hurt in
1: AAA. Yeah, so that's why I didn't really know about that.
3: He but returned he, to Strand on He got, August 7th. He got he sent got down sent though. 7-day IL when on happened. August third, yeah. So he got sent down on the seventeenth and then hurt on the twenty third. Or that's was on the IL as of the twenty third, but that he, was only the seven day IL. So he might be back. There's
1: it. an alternate universe where he doesn't get sent down because the service time manipulation is not a thing and he doesn't get ever hurt because he was on the Yankees the entire time. What uh, did he do wrong? Nothing at all. <laughs> I mean, he was, three, he was pumping a
3: hundred, and he's. See, I don't know if he was good. manipulation time though. Like, I feel like a guy like that is he, a little different. I don't know. He's he a wasn't real... getting thrown through the pipeline the same way other guys
2: do. No, but
1: no, I don't know. Just one thing that I noticed too before we sign off today, because this is a long episode. Granted, it is one episode one sixty one, so pat ourselves on the back there, but.
2: And there's a lot to talk about based on just like what's going on and what's to come. And like misery this is loves a company. Very, very, very critical part of the This year. is a very I mean, critical part of the year. Absolutely shitting the bed. Like, there's no way around it. We are playing fucking terrible at the worst possible time. So it's it's warranted. And Andrew Heaney exists, so you need to dedicate 30 minutes to telling him to go fuck himself. You know,
1: speaking of relievers, we you know what reliever we could really use right now who is on guess Please. what team he's on the Rays.
2: It's on the reds.
3: Mm,
1: is it David Robertson? It is David Robertson. Yeah. I just, I just saw him today when he, he pitched today against the Red Sox. how do he do? Did not know he was on. I didn't really, he was on my top TV. I have multiple TVs. because I'm really cool. And I didn't have the sound God. on that one. I was actually watching uh captain America, the winter soldier. And, um, yeah, not to brag. I have a captain America shield on my wall. Now it's really cool. But, um, yeah, no, I saw David Robertson pitching, and I didn't know he was on the Rays, and I'm very upset about it. Because yeah, I, I, I know David Robertson is going to fuck us.
3: As someone who fluctuates their favorite player on the Yankees like pretty often, like almost more than once a season, it seems like he was my favorite player for a pretty long time. David Robertson? Yeah. For good like, reasons. For, for, for Mostly from his first stint on the Yankees, not his second, but still.
1: I mean, he was unbelievable. I love
3: on me some David Robertson.
2: I love those high socks. He was
1: routinely one of the most underrated pitchers in all of baseball, relief pitchers, that is.
2: Yeah, Tommy Canley. I miss Tommy
3: Canley. Yep, he. That's another one. I love Tommy Canley. I was at the game where he
2: poured the fucking ice cold water on his face in thirty five degree weather. It was awesome, electric.
1: Yeah, David Robertson this year has a two two five ERA. Uh, oh, only four innings pitched. Maybe that's why I didn't notice because he I guess he just came oh, off the IL.
2: That's why. Okay. Yeah. because I, I had no he idea. He had an I, open I, tryout. I did not know he was there either. He had an open trial and the Yankees went and didn't sign him. Good.
1: Fantastic. Um I just I just know he's gonna fuck us. I just yeah. know if we get out of the wild card and we end up playing the Rays, he's gonna shove dick against us. And it's just gonna happen. It's gonna be what's gonna happen.
2: He's gonna end our season. David Robertson will is gonna
1: end our season.
3: So so sad of that.
1: David is. Robertson is gonna end this podcast.
3: Could you imagine that?
1: We made it 161. That might be the end of us. David Robertson's <laughs> gonna fucking shut us the fuck down. It's gonna be too much to handle. All right. I think that'll do it for me unless you guys have any other closing comments. So we got Go three against. more. Three more against the... I got one
2: more. One more closing okay. comment. Did you see the tweet today? Um, I think it was Gary Sheffield Jr. But uh, the Yankees are paying more for Aroldis Chapman and Corey Kluber than what the Phillies are paying Bryce Harper. How? And they're paying him a lot of money. He's getting 25 point something this season, and we're paying 26 for Chapman and Kluber. And
3: he's, what, the third or fourth highest contract in baseball?
2: So it's not like like they're stealing Harper. like Like a top three three MVP candidate.
3: They're yeah, but like they're getting every dollar's worth out of him. Like it's not like he's on some contract that they are taking advantage of. Like they bankrolled him.
2: No, I I, I know. I'm just saying. I
3: know no, that seems kind of cherry- no. I'm saying that makes pick. it way
2: worse. I don't think that's cherry picked. I mean, no, I'm pick saying that makes it way worse. I don't know. I mean, I just think it's sad. It was a weird thing. I don't know. It is. Harper sad. would have been bad on the Yankees too. Harper should always been a Yankee. I stand by this. Yeah, there Harper would have been man. the
1: lefty bat that we needed
3: to. And... <sighs> yeah, but at the time, I was so happy we didn't sign him because he sucked why for a couple you, years. Why? Well, when it was the him or Machado thing a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, we shouldn't have signed either. And then we got Lemayhew, and it panned out so well, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then
1: now, years later, bad batting titles in the bag, but now he's yeah, Lemayhew had a batting
3: title. Harper sucked. I still don't like Harper. Machado, never.
2: Sucked.
1: Harper never
3: sucked. He did. Like he, he did, though. No, he definitely didn't. did. Like he did no, He, really
2: he was. He was like slightly above average. He was instead severely of an underwhelming. I'm how totally how gonna pull up these stats. was It was and a, it was a groundbreaking
3: guys. contract when they signed him, and the next year, at least, he was very underwhelming.
2: Imagine Harper in Yankee Stadium. He should have been a Yankee. He was born to be a Yankee.
1: Yeah, if you want to get excited about Gallo in Yankee Stadium or Rizzo in Yankee Stadium, imagine Bryce oh, I, fucking yeah. Harper in Yankee Stadium.
2: That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, I'm his
1: kidding. first two years of the Phillies. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, I yeah, you. I mean,
3: yeah. not no. I mean,
1: I don't know. I don't know how. All right, for how
3: much are. they're paying him.
1: 8.82 OPS and 9.62 OPS. It's, it's That's good. pretty fucking good. <laughs> That's really fucking good. And uh, his first year, I guess, I guess why you probably have this stigma is because his very first year with the Phillies, 260 batting average, 8.82 OPS, which is very good, 127 OPS plus, very good, just not like MVP numbers right out of the fucking gates. The very Under... next year, the very next year, he had a 268 batting average, which is great. 962 OPS and 159 okay, a 268 OPS plus. Okay,
2: batting average isn't worth like 159 OPS plus. You're not paying for the batting average. You're paying for the fucking, what was that? That was 2022. So All about,
3: I know is that, that after was his first yeah. year under contract, I said, thank God we didn't pay for Harper. Obviously now that is. And this see, this season,
1: he has, a, this season he has a 170. I don't care about this season. I 170 don't, OPS plus.
3: Yeah. Exactly. He's a but career 278
2: best. hitter with two. He'll probably he's going to, he has a chance at 500 home runs.
3: He's got a shot.
2: He's 28
3: and has 260. 259. I bought a Bryce Harper shirt jersey on the nationals his first one year. Today Cause I, Swore he was going to be the best player in baseball. I thought he
2: was going to be Mike Trout. He is, and one they of the came best up the same year. In baseball.
3: No, 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 but like, but like a Mike Trout type best player in baseball.
2: Not Bryce Harper's probably a top ten player.
3: I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, I bought a shirt jersey his rookie year because I'm like, this that's guy they is come up, they came guy. up it was him and Trout, and I remember they they came up together, and it was like, oh, these are the two guys. He's nineteen. And I like, he's twenty. That. I'm yeah. Team Harper. I'm like, I love Bryce Harper. And then yeah, that's like Trout became like Trout. Bro. Also, he fought Jonathan Papelbon in the that was, that was sweet. Cool.
2: Do you remember he tried to throw his helmet at the guy and missed? Yeah, I remember. That was sweet. I love All right. Bryce Harper.
3: Wait, I'm sorry, we're getting into like the late ones. But did you see like the guy in the minors that pimped the yeah.
2: shit out of that home
3: run and then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then just talking shit to everybody around the bases? And then the uh, the second, I think it was the shortstop was like standing on second as he rounded, and then he, by the time he got to third. The shortstop charged him, and then there's was a big brawl. It was really cool.
1: Oh, also, speaking of Bryce Harper, now that we're on the topic, Murphy, I feel like you'll be happy about this. So since – was he your cousin or your, your step-cousin? Yeah, so my – Brother-in-law? So, yeah,
3: my cousin is getting married in October to who you're talking about. To – Jesse Biddle.
1: Jesse Biddle. He's a minor leaguer, journeyman, been around the league known mainly but for being taken a mile deep by bryce harper like <laughs> i mean he also
3: struck out a rod like, so he, like no, he, he struck out a rod that's what he's known for that's cool but
1: A-Rod. he's mainly on, known in in our world for being taken literally 550 fucking feet like by bryce harper when you think of bryce harper's furthest home run or like his phillies moment it was it, was against, it was against jesse was Biddle, it the walk
2: off grand slam no, no, not no. that one. Not that one. It was his one. first
3: home run on the Phillies, I <laughs> or at least his first home run at Citizens Bank, it was, and it was, it was so it was far. Really, but he got lucky. What I wanted lucky.
1: to I wanted bring win. up, yeah, he definitely got lucky. Uh, <laughs> what I wanted to bring up was that Damon's like best friend, JoJo Josiah Gray, who was from the Dodgers and now he's a pitcher on the now Nationals. On the National. I looked at Damon because he, he's pitching every five days now. He's in the rotation. Yeah, he's a starter, and. He, and He's, he pitches well, but then he gives up home runs. And I was like, Damon, there's no shame in it if Bryce Harper takes him fucking deep. Jesse Biddle gets taken deep. Your buddy and Murph's uh, brother-in-law, whatever the fuck it is, will be in a similar camp. Right. It'd be fine. Immediately after that, he takes him fucking a mile <laughs> deep. And I was like, well, I can't wait to tell Murph about this.
3: <laughs> I'm not here for the slander on Jesse Biddle.
1: I'm going <laughs> to look up... Hold, before, we, before we end the show, I'm going to look up Jesse Biddle's numbers. How do you, Jesse Is he even on Baseball Reference? Yeah, he yeah, is. is reference. I feel like that was a stand. He's Dude, he's been on the Braves.
2: If he's was, if he been journeyman. around long enough to give up a home run to A-Rod, then that's Braves. a pretty good career. No, no, he, no. He,
3: he did not. Well, so he did give up a home run to A-Rod, but the point was that he struck out A-Rod.
2: Okay. Oh, well, the, if he's been around long enough to strike out A-Rod, he's not Yeah, but playing. he was
3: in the minors when that happened. Oh, he's been pitching this year. I he told you. He's on the Reds. 8-4-4, eight, eight, four, four, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear the slander. 1.68 whip. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to hear it. It was over 10 innings, all right? Relax. He, he's kind f- of he's I don't shoving know, into the at least. He's going to make his way back. I don't want to hear it. I don't just, want to hear it.
1: Just not it. Not nope, it. I don't want to hear it. I mean Good night, a, everybody he only has a five oh seven ERA for his career. That's Ooh, fun incredible.
2: fact. Friend of the uh friend of the pod, Mr. Brandon Lockridge came off the I. L the other day and hit a home run.
1: Was he on the IL? Yeah. I can't wait for him to be the best player on the Yankees.
2: I will be the most obnoxious person in the state of New York whenever he gets called up.
1: I just feel like he's not gonna be on the Yankees ever. I feel like they're gonna ship him off like they do with every um, other cool prospect they have.
3: Two three nine ERA in the minors this year, though. Just saying, he'll be back. <laughs> Who? Triple A, Jesse.
1: Oh, he got sent down.
3: Yeah, he, it's only been ten innings for his blown up ERA. It was bad. Small sample size. Ten point two. Who's counting? I am. All right. <laughs> Say goodnight, everybody.
1: <laughs> appreciate you sticking around. There are people in the live chat right now, so we appreciate you guys. Uh, and as always, if you think we are a good podcast we appreciate it if you give us a five star rating on iTunes uh we really love them uh I'll eat a baseball if you give us enough rating reviews for the next episode um I, I really mean that too episode one sixty one here's two hundred sixty one more appreciate you guys everything is we truly wouldn't be here without you guys interacting with all of our stuff on social media uh just we love you guys we, we, we I, this has been A hell of a ride for 161 episodes, and we look forward to the next 161 and next 1,161. So, love you guys. Leave us a five-star rating review. Subscribe to the YouTube, all that jazz. Uh, Yeah. Good night. Hope the Yankees play better.